Hello, sacred soul. I am so grateful that you have decided to press play on this episode. You are in for such an incredible conversation. Before we get started, I do want to encourage you to be fully present with this conversation and maybe have a notebook and a pen nearby so you can jot down some notes. It's my intention that you walk away with something that you can take action on. So if you have some notes or you do find that you're taking action on something really inspired by what we talk about in this episode, I also encourage you to stay after the episode is finished for some details about Sacred Success Live, which will be opening up at the end of this month. And we will be starting officially for a six month container in September. So if you want the details, stay to the end of the episode and I will let you get into all of the juicy things we're going to talk about today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Energetics of Everything. Today, we have our very first repeat guest on this podcast, Maria Henning. Maria is a 2-5 emotional mani-gen, and we actually met when she was in the process of enrolling in the Sacred Success Coaching Certification Program the first time that I ever ran it. She's in my inbox. We were asking questions. We were going back and forth. And that's how she came into my world a little over two years ago at this point. She's just done some incredible things in the human design space since. So today we're going to talk about all of that, as well as the support coach positions that she's held both previously and in this next upcoming round of Sacred Success Alive. So Maria, how are you in Keeper Green here? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. And as we were kind of chatting about before, my Gate 51 is very excited about all the firsts that I've been able to be a part of in your world. First repeat and also your first round of SSCC. So yeah, I love that. I'm really good. It's a beautiful, muggy, like rainy, cloudy day outside. So quite cozy and perfect for podcast recording. Very happy to be here. Excited to chat about all the things. Yeah. So for anyone who does not know you, can you just give us a brief rundown of who you are and what you do? Yeah, happy to. As you mentioned, I'm a 2-5 emotional MG. I'm Capricorn, six Capricorn placements. I'm originally from Venezuela and I grew up in Texas and I'm living in Boston where I went to school. I have a couple of different arms under my human design and Gene Keys business. I do a lot of teaching and coaching in just specifically human design and gene keys and then also like the business front and then i've created a piece of software called the cosmic compendium which i'm sure we'll tell you about today that is essentially a wiki journal database hybrid where you can have all the information in one place and have it presented in spreadsheet format and able to add your own notes in and then as a fun manage ed project i sell merch as well <laughs> so i have like human design mugs of sweatshirts and all that fun stuff but yeah all of it falls under the umbrella of human design and jinkies i love that that is such a beautiful example of what the manifesting generator does in business where we have that umbrella niche that allows us to play and explore all of the different business ventures that we want to play in i know that merch has been something yeah. i've thought about it's something i've dabbled in a little bit but yeah there's so many different ways that you could go. And so I love just hearing that explanation. Like, oh, I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, whatever's lighting me up at the time. <laughs> Truly. I don't know when you said this, whether it was when I was a student or when I was a sport coach or something like that. But I remember you saying that as a manager, you have a lot of different projects and there's like a happy zone of projects and you can kind of go from like one to the other when you're not feeling one or the other. That's exactly what works for me as well. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, no wonder <laughs> like, I have all these things going on at the same time and it feels like a buffet of options and I can just kind of respond to the one that I want to do in the moment. So yeah, I'm very, I'm very much energy energy. Yeah. All the energy. 
<laughs> I really want to talk about the Cosmic Compendium and the creation of that. But first, I actually want to go back because we were just chatting about this, but the decision-making process for you to join SSCC was not just memorable for you, but it was also memorable for me. I remember your name in my inbox. We went back and forth and I remember seeing, okay, you're an emotional authority. You just have to ride through this wave. We went back and forth a couple of times. And I remember having this thought of, I don't know if this person is going to join. I was very detached from you joining the program. I was like, okay, she's got a lot of questions. She's probably in her head a little bit, not in her emotional center, but I hope she's really taking the time to ride this out and like really make an intuitive decision. And you did. And so I'd love to hear what was your experience making that decision to join the first round of SFCC? Yeah, yeah, it was very memorable. So I'm happy to happy to share this story. So long ago in September of 2020, I think you opened in actually like July. I remember it being Yeah, like it was July. Because like we yeah. started in, we started the 10th of August. And I remember that, or not then, we were probably started a little bit earlier than that because... I remember moving into my house, we like signed papers, got our new house on the 7th, and then I started my new job on the 10th. And I remember we'd already started SSCC and I'm like, oh my God, I have so much content to create. Speaking of MG stuff, holy shit, that's a lot. (laughs) Wow, that is a lot. I love that. Very MG. Yeah, so I remember being in like the heat of this because I was living in Houston at the time and it was just sweltering all of the time. I'd been studying human design on my own for like nine months at that point, maybe a year, and had just like got really excited about it. And actually the reason I found you is on Instagram in the first place is because I had started my business as a self-trust coach. I could talk for an hour about how that's literally my vocation. But I was searching for anything related to intuition and self-trust and whatever. And your handle was intuition lifestyle at the time. When I found that you were related to human design, I was like, holy shit, this is exactly what I want. So the reason I even considered C or was considering SSCC is because they wanted to use human design to teach women how to trust their intuition. That was the whole purpose to learn. That was the biggest investment I had ever made at the time. I think that the most expensive thing I'd ever spent on my business was maybe like around the thousand dollar mark. So this was a lot more than that. Well, whatever. It was significantly more than that at the time. And I knew that if I was going to take this certification to support women in trusting their intuition, I needed to embody that first. I needed to go through the whole process first. So for the first time in my life, I did not let my 3420 just like go. I actually went and followed my whole emotional wave. And that included also doing, I don't know, again, who says this, but something about many gens needing to taste or whatever before they could kind of do the full thing. I was like, let me do that instead of just like jumping in. So here it was the whole process. I bought your 444 workbook on manifesting money because I was like, let me just buy the cheapest thing this person offers and see how the paid offer feels like. I absolutely loved it. Got some breakthroughs from just that little workbook, which was fun. And then I purchased Jenna Zoe's emotional authority video because I was like, let me just see what the book anybody else has to say about emotional waves and how to ride this whole thing. And then the last thing that I did, this was like over several days throughout kind of like riding my waves. The last thing I did after kind of going on a run and moving my body and realizing I needed it was a yes for me was I did a meditation and I was specifically very focused on my gate 57 and the fact that gate 57 is related to the right ear. So I was like, let me see if I can get some clear audio intuition in my right ear. And I will never forget this experience of sitting outside of the sweltering heat of July or whatever, August or something like that in the summer of Houston doing this really intense 20-minute meditation, asking for spirit guides to show up and give me guidance and hearing a very clear, I was like, should I take this certification? It was a very clear, 
yes in my right ear. And that was the first time that I ever had that experience of really leading into that gate 57. So it was just such a profound learning experience. And this was after I told you no. I literally was like, no, never mind. I'm not going to do this. It was just such a profound experience of, wow, I actually rode my emotional wave. I experienced the high. I was like, yes, I'm in. And then I experienced the low. And I was like, nope, can't do this. And then I got to some clarity. Not only did I say yes, but I initially had only said yes to you for the first level. But then when I said yes, it was like all three. I was like, no, no, I actually need to do like the whole thing. So yeah, it took a month, I think. And I was very grateful that you had such a long enrollment process for that. But it took a very long time. It's still to this day the best investment that I've ever made in my business. And it was a very transformative experience, SSCC overall. It was a very beautiful example of an emotional way of leading me to the right decision. Yeah. So, yeah. I also love that that was one of the first times that you were really honestly following your intuition and not letting yourself jump into something. I remember your title of self-trust mentor and that being on your Instagram and being I think it was even on the email handle or something like that. But okay. it was self-trust mentor all over the place associated with your name. One of the reasons why you're here on this podcast again is because from day one, you've always had this essence of I'm going to embody it if I'm going to teach it. That's something that I think in the SSCC, that first round was the first time that I was really not trying to market and really just trying to encourage people to follow their intuition and their authority. So I remember spending most of my days, I was going back and forth with people, just offering them guidance. Send me your chart. We'll talk about your authority and just supporting them and finding that aligned yes or aligned no. And I'm sure that once you said no, we celebrated anyways, because that's who I am. Like, yay, you found emotional clarity. You found this way that you can trust yourself. I love that you embodied it so much because that really changed my process for enrolling in programs. Instead of telling people the benefits and telling people all of the things that are inside of it, I'll have those available. But the main focus is I can talk you into something. Absolutely. I can tell you that this is going to give you the exact things that you need it to. My conscious mercury is a 26.2. I could talk anybody into anything, but I didn't want to be manipulative. And I really didn't want to attract people that were going to enter in this program, not trusting themselves. And then by the end, feel like they regretted their decision or didn't get what they wanted out of that particular container. I knew that when I made investments, I could tell how the program was going to go for me based on how I felt when I made the decision. If I was entering into that decision from the space of lack of like, the answers are here, the answers are here. This is going to tell me who I am. I was constantly waiting for that thing. I was constantly waiting for the answer, for the big revelation. And it was really pushing me into my non-self. I was just reflecting on the decisions that I had made and how I had already decided on the outcome that I was going to get every single time that I made an investment that was aligned for me. And it had nothing to do with that coach or that mentor or that program. It was, I know where I'm going. And I think that this is the next step on getting me there. I entered into those programs with a lot of self-trust and that allowed me to actually receive so much more from the container because I wasn't worried about, did I make the right decision? And so I love that that was your experience because for me, I was trying so hard to support people (laughs) with having that experience. And it was a first for me too. So lots of firsts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember this too. I had calls with us and like, I'm not sure. I, I'm assuming you don't offer those anymore. I remember there was so much support in that, but that's yeah. when you were saying that 
I reflect on why was this such a profound experience for me? It's because that was the most completely that I've ever let myself ride an emotional wave in terms of joining something. And it was the most profoundly like self-trusting action that I took at the time. And that's why it ended up being such a profoundly transformational experience for me because that was the intention that I took going into it. So yeah, I mean, you're on point. How you make the decision to join a thing definitely dictates so much, if not all of how that program is going to go for you. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like that investment and that decision to join a program is the initiation of that program Mm -hmm. or of that next step for you. You know me, I will say it a thousand times. The actions you take do not matter. It's the energy that you're in and energy that's backing those actions that actually makes a difference. So yeah, I'd love to go through and kind of unpack the first level of SSCC or the first round of SSCC that we did, because I had originally thought it was going to take six months to get through all three of these levels and then very 3420. And I know that you know this now (laughs) from the cosmic compendium, the little idea, (laughs) that little idea that I had of, oh yeah, coaching certification. Yeah. That's not going to be a big deal. I can teach that in six months turned into nine months for the first round. Then I think that we took 10 for the second round. And then we shortened it. We only did a third of the program and we did that in four months. And then now we're bringing back in some more content to really round out the container and it's going to be six months again. So this feels very full circle to be initially starting as I'm running a six-month certification program. And then two years later, I'm back at running a six-month certification program, but it doesn't quite look the way that I thought it did. Very, very six-line in that three-line phase. Yeah. So let's talk about the first round and let's talk about just some of the experience because it was such a learning experience for me. And I know that it was also obviously a major learning experience for you. Yeah, just whatever your intuition is saying or wanting to talk about around the first round. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember being, first of all, so excited about it. I've taken a lot of self led programs before, but I'd never had a certification. I'd never done a certification where there was a certain timeline. So I just reflect back on it and I'm like, wow, I did the work every single week that you dropped content. You know what I mean? I don't think I've ever done that in any other container before. Typically, I'm like binger. I just want to finish the whole thing. And that's how I ended up watching all your videos. But it was like a week at a time and I would do the work. But yeah, I was living in Houston. I was living with my parents. My boyfriend at the time, I've been living in Germany for a couple of months. So we had been long distance during that time. And I just remember being very, very excited. You know, when you have a Disney trip the next thing, you can't sleep. You know what I mean? As a kid, it felt like that. There was so much excitement around this program and around what I was going to get out of it. It was like a joy to go through. I remember taking a trip to visit my best friend during the days of the content drop. I was like, you're not going to be able to find me. I'm going to be watching this content or whatever. And just feeling very much like I was in the right place and learning the right things. It felt very line to that kind of ease. It felt very flowy in terms of learning all of that content, learning level one is at the time (laughs) types strategy authorities, the centers and everything like that. I was just getting mind blown daily on all the things that I was learning and feeling like I finally had a foundation, I guess, to kind of base my coaching around. Why I got into coaching was because I had been in the world of coaching a lot, never have it taking a certification, but just I've been in the personal development world a lot. I had a coach for a long time, so I knew how he worked. I was taught in his style, but not to like coach. I was taught to teach yoga, but <laughs> through his coaching thing. So I'd kind of piece a lot of things together. 
But then going through level one, I was like, oh, I actually have something a little bit more tangible, I guess, to kind of base my coaching around. So I remember just feeling very happy to be there, very like I was in the right place. I was finally getting some kind of tangible offerings or the tangible kind of framework. There we go. A tangible framework to offer people in my coaching space. So yeah, it was very fun. It was a really fun time for sure. I love that. I see my defined Ajna giving you that mental framework. I saw that. And I really understand as a two-line, there's sometimes this, you mentioning that flow and two lines we do, we kind of just jump around. We get a little bit of this, get a little bit of that. And sometimes it feels like that foundation isn't solid. Very Manny Genovese too. When we go back and we solidify that foundation, I feel like it just makes it even more solid for that two-line to be able to flow. And it just gives you a little bit more of that confidence. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. If you read, those of you that are listening, if you read the sales page and you see what I say about the program, how it was paying for itself from the first month, I had been studying human design already for nine months, but I had never charged for a reading. I had done a lot of readings, but I had never charged for them. And it wasn't until that first month of learning all of that stuff from you that I was like, okay, I have a solid framework now. And I started charging for readings and it started paying for itself. And I also started selling my coaching and adding my design to it. I remember September, I thought that that was when we started just because that month was the first month that I made more than I was spending in my business and actually had like a successful month. For me, it was like a $3,000 month or whatever at the time. And I was like, holy fuck, this is what I was making at my previous job. Holy shit. And it was truly because of getting the framework that you're talking about. So I'm not kidding when I say it really was the thing that I needed to finally be able to, I don't know if it was like believe in myself or I think it was having the reflection as a lie too. We were so good at all these things. We don't know that we're good at them until we have the reflection. So just kind of seeing that I was like, oh, I already knew some of the stuff and now I know it even more and I have the understanding of why I know it. Now I can actually trust myself even more in terms of offering this to people. It was a big initiation for sure in terms mm-hmm. of life, but also business. Okay. So in that first round is when the initial ideas for the Cosmic Compendium came through, isn't it? That is. Yeah, that's that's true. So tell me about the conception. Tell me about how that started. Okay. Happy to. So in early December, I moved to Germany and I love December and January and all that stuff because I love like (laughs) Like my date 53 earth is like new beginnings. And then my birthday's on January 7th. And so it feels like I had like a week to kind of recover from the new year and then the new year starts because I spend every year as like a whole new age. You know what I mean? I turn a new age right at the beginning of the new year. So I'm always doing like something for like new beginnings. So it was December. I was in Germany and I was like, okay, I need to get my shit together in terms of organizing my life and business. I'd been using paper planners at that point. And I had just moved across the world and I was like, I can't be fucking ordering these paper planners and like, where am I going to store them? German departments are tiny as hell. I was like, no, I need to get to like a digital situation. So I looked up this productivity and minimalism influencer that I've been following for years. I absolutely love her. Her name is Michelle B. She's Australian and she's so organized and then like such a vibe. So I looked at her YouTube and she had this video called How I Organize My Entire Life Notion. And I was like, what the fuck is this app? I need to go look at this. I watched her video and I was like, holy shit, this is a crazy app. And I bought her templates for setting up. She has a life dashboard, business dashboard, and all these cool notion templates that she uses. Book reading lists. I know that you have actually a book notion. I'm like literally building half of these for myself right now. Maybe I'll just go buy her template. (laughs) Right. I love it. Notion is truly God's greatest gift to man, in my opinion. So I set up everything in Notion. And at this time, I hadn't taken any notes as I was going through SSCC. I'm a quad right. So passive brain, line two, 
how I learned was watching your videos while playing Candy Crush. That is how I watch every course. <laughs> every course I play Candy Crush while I listen. And it's actually awful because <laughs> I'm in a lot of masterminds right now. And I hate that I have to be on video watching people because I just want to be playing Candy Crush because that's how I process. I'm just doing something dumb with my fingers and then the information settles it. But I was doing readings. I needed to reference stuff. And I was like, why don't I just start taking notes in Notion and organize it in a way that is really helpful so I can then reference the shit that I wrote for my readings and for my coaching and things like that. And so I made a human design Notion to start taking notes from SSCC. And I didn't make it as an SSCC module Notion. I made it as what the compendium has now come to be, which is just a page for authority, a page for type. And then from any course or any book that I read, I would compile whatever I was learning under that kind of term. So that's how it started. And then in a very line to fashion, I built out the whole library very quickly in terms of the framework, how it looked and all of that. And it wasn't until I showed it to my business coach at the time, who was also a human design and GQ's coach, and she was like, holy fuck, this is crazy. It wasn't until I got the reflection that this was actually something helpful that I was like, oh, I could like sell this. <laughs> I would, I'm sure I like this. Somebody else would like it too, but I actually initially built it for myself. This is all happening around like January, February of 2021. So still an SSCC round one. That was the inception of the product. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. I love that it's so respond, respond, respond. It wasn't like big idea. This is the thing you're going to run on this. And I feel like that is just so, that's what it actually looks like to respond. I think that a lot of times we try and use that staple authority of like, we're waiting for a big answer or we're waiting for a big download. We're waiting for the skies to open up and the angels to come down and sing and say, here's the next thing that you're responding to. And then get to really excited and jump all in on that really it's those small moments and this is one of the master classes that we're adding in is small moments talking about how the transformation like yes it can happen through big breakthroughs it can happen in sessions but real transformation happens in these teeny tiny moments where you're making small decisions you followed that strategy of oh i'm just gonna respond i want some notes i want to feel a little bit more organized here oh i could make a page for human design and you wanted to categorize it in your own way which is so beautiful because that's my whole goal with this program is that you're learning how to do things in your own way so that it's not copy paste, do everything exactly the same way as somebody else. So seeing you bring this to life has been really incredible for me as well. And I just love watching you create it. How has your experience been with that 3420 channel and this <laughs> program creation? Oh, it's been an experience, but just to quickly, and it, this is on the same topic, but yeah, to quickly kind of chat on those small moments and that energy of responding. Again, that was just how the SSCC enrollment was such a lesson for me around my emotional wave. So was the creation of the compendium around my strategy of responding. And it finally made the word surrender click because I didn't know what it was going to eventually lead to. And that's how we teach it to at least SSCC. It's like, you don't know what the thing's going to be. You just respond and they keep responding and then the next thing and then the next thing comes and you're just here to surrender to feminine strategy. But I'm of the belief that until you have the experience, all the intellectual learning doesn't really matter. And so that was the experience that made that kind of surrender feminine strategy kind of click for me. But yeah, 3420 plus the gate of ambition five times is a really intense combination for creating things. Overall, with everything that I do, it's like, oh yeah, I can do this. I can do this right now and I can force it. And it's going to be 
not only this small thing, why don't we blow it up to like a hundred times the size and make it even more ambitious? <laughs> so that's been my experience with so many of the things that I have created in my business, but the compendium definitely being the most ambitious of all time, for sure. It just trumps every other project that I've worked on by like a million times in terms of the scope. I would say that at the beginning, it all came together very quickly in terms of where we're going to be the different hubs of this app. So this app is meant to be a space where people like you and I professionals can have their human design and gene keys in one place. And not only that, have an entire reference library, like a Wikipedia style, which does not exist. There's not a Wikipedia style place for human design and gene keys information anywhere. And nobody that I knew was putting human design and gene keys on a spreadsheet, maybe save for two, but I didn't know that at the time. First um, <laughs> the other thing that I wanted to put together was all the astrology in it as well. And also all the I Ching stuff as well. And then the dream arc is coming around. I'm like, okay, I got to put the dream arc in there as well. So kind of see those patterns. All of that came together very quickly. It was very 3420 kind of responding like to, yes, this all makes sense writing of the product started to happen that I was like, well, I bit off way more than I can chew. I think that's the expression. I bit off more than I can chew in terms of I can't do this all by myself. It's like 500 pages. <laughs> it was a lot of information. I was like, I cannot write this by myself. So it took me a while to realize that. I was like, oh, no, no, I'm going to get it done. I would get some things done here and there. And it wasn't until about six months in that I was like, I need to hire somebody to help me write this. <laughs> so I ended up hiring two people that I really deeply trust in the human design space to write the bulk of the human design information and take that on while I wrote the gene keys because I don't know anybody available to write that I like trust in terms of the, the gene key side of things. This is my very controlling Capricorn line five energy. I would say that was where it was a victim of drive, that kind of victim theme of gate 54. It was like bit off way too much that I can chew. Took me too long to realize I needed to have some support in it. But once that support came through, it all started to happen kind of a lot more smoothly. And now we're like days away from the actual <laughs> final completion of all the things I said I was going to do, which is very exciting. Although it's taken a significant amount more time than I was mm -hmm. expecting that it would take. That's been the yeah. gist of the experience. <laughs> yep, that's 3420 for you. It says, ooh, we can respond to this. It's going to be really exciting. Just jump into action. And then you do. And then you realize that the vision that you have, and I feel like there's, because the 3420 has this lack of self-awareness, which I think is so fascinating that everything in the integration circuitry, it lacks self-awareness. You're changing and you're doing things in the moment and you're not actually always aware of the change that you're creating and of what you're doing essentially. So I think with that lack of self-awareness, but this feeling of and this intuitive knowing that I'm capable of big things and I'm capable of lots of hard work. And I'm capable, of course, that 54 that we both have as well that leans in and says, of course, we can go to the next level. Of course, we could do more to this. But there is this theme that I've seen where you feel like you're responding to something little. And then all of a sudden, there's this moment where you're a little bit overwhelmed with, oh boy, this is going to be really difficult. And I think in my experience, that triggers the shadow of the 3420, which is that force and that superficiality. Because in school or in things previous to human design, really, there was that pressure of if there was an overwhelming task, I had to get it done through the energy of force. And force was what I relied on in order to get big projects done. Essentially, since I bit off more than I can chew, prove that I did not bite off more than I can chew. <laughs> because yeah. how dare I? I've noticed the theme of when you're actually in surrender, because that's a big theme with 3420 is really surrendering and recognizing that you're not responsible for creating it all yourself. 
And it's really something that's going to come through you. I mean, I had to have help with the certification. There was a lot of things specifically it was making in the graphics and the slides because I'm very visual. I like things to look a certain way. That's where I get really particular. So I was making all of those myself. And then I realized I'm just going to type it all out in a document and then have somebody else make it. Same with the quizzes. So I did a lot of the writing myself. And then I had to have help with actually implementing it because I had extended myself a little bit further than I was capable of, which happens sometimes. (laughs) But we learn, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Looking at kind of the future of my business. I'm like, cool. Okay. We're never doing that again. That support is actually an exciting thing. And you can trust people. You can trust and give people second chances and things like that and train them up and all of that good stuff. I have a business mentor of mine right now. I love her perspective around it being like, you need to give a lot of second chances. That's how you invest people that become incredibly good people in your team. And I'm like, thank God I got you in my ear at the time of me hiring this because normally I'm like very cutthroat and like, you like screwed up. No, just Especially with the compendium, I just had such an intense, very clear vision of how it would look. And it started to kind of spiral into a little bit of perfectionism. Anyways, just having that kind of surrender and trusting other people has been super helpful. You kind of talking about triggering the shadow of the 3420. For me, the compendium is the biggest mirror in terms of the shadow of my undesigned ego. So for me, I have an undesigned. And day 51 shock, gotta make it shocking to prove, look how big this thing is, but also the main kind of shadow for me to look at is I forget the wording of it, but it's like, I can't fulfill the promise I made. I made a lot of promises and then I had to break them. So it was like, I thought it would be done. Literally I promise all 2021. And then this huge error with Notion happened for six months. I literally looked and tried to hire a company to actually just develop the app because I wasn't going to actually even be able to deliver it because it was like giant tech issue. And then once that got resolved, I had been told by my contractor that he would get the writing done in two months and we're eight months in of him working for me and he's just finishing tomorrow. <laughs> so it's like just kind of seeing all these promises that I made in terms of timing and what it would look like and then having to be like, okay, I'm sorry. I had no idea that it was going to take this much longer. Just kind of being gentle with myself. This is my first time doing this. I had no idea these things were going to come up and I think I've handled it in an okay way. Yeah. There's definitely things that I would have done differently, but they have the most incredible people that have been a part of it and, and that have purchased it and are extremely kind and understanding and like, the vision, which has been incredible. Just seeing that like, oh, okay, the promises. That's something I get to look into in terms of yeah. once this is over, a lot of reflection from here about that. And uh, I love that you mentioned your undefined ego shadow that showed up with that feeling of I'm not fulfilling my promises. And from my experience, so I had a very similar experience with that with SSCC, especially when I said we were going to be done in six months. And then it took us like nine, 10 months to really actually get through with all of that content. And a lot of that was that once we started getting past the foundational content and into the business content, into the Gene Keys content, it was taking me a lot longer to actually create the content. And so I remember I recorded the 19 videos from the center's module in a day and a half. (laughs) I did that over a weekend. I did that and the authorities in a weekend. So that's like 20 something videos in two days. That's writing and actually recording them. And then when I got to the Gene Keys content, I couldn't record more than one video at a time, one video a day. And I think that was also where my burnout hit. But I just remember this overwhelming feeling of guilt around, I'm not doing what I need to. I'm not providing enough. I told them this is going to be done on time. 
And just like that shame and guilt, like sitting down at my computer, trying to make myself record something and words are just not flowing really in that energy of force because I had made these promises and I wasn't able to fulfill them. So I love that you brought that up because the feedback that I've gotten was that very few people were actually disappointed with how long it took me to create the content. And I know it's been two years and I'm still adding things. Gates Library took way longer than I wanted it to. The channel library is still in progress. But it's really just a moment of surrendering and recognizing that when it is aligned for me to be creating, and this is really 3420, but also just sacral energy in general, the creativity it's different when it's forced versus when it's inspired. When it's inspired work and when I'm in that energy, all I have to do is sit down and be present and the content flows through me versus when I'm in my head and I'm thinking, they've been waiting for this for weeks, you said you would have it to them tomorrow and you're still way behind schedule even with your extension. That would get me in this energy of force versus that energy of surrender and really letting the content flow through me. Let's talk about the experimentation that happened in that first round, because that's where we first ran some chart reading workshops. We added some halls halfway through, I think. It was very much an experimental round. And so you've actually been a support coach already for this program. So what are you most excited about with the changes that we've created that we didn't quite have in the first round that we're in? Yeah. And just to really quick go back, I fully relate and feel deeply everything that you said about the overwhelming sense of guilt and the force, like 100%. So just to quickly say, you're like a huge expander for me around that as well, because watching you go through that process, I was like, okay, I'm not like the only person that's been behind on something or whatever. So it's been extremely permission slip giving, I guess, to me. I loved going through our first round of SSCC and then being a support coach a year later, I think. I'll say really quickly for our first round, you partnered us up with somebody to do partner readings and that person is now like a very close friend of mine and she's been a client. I've been her client. We're just very close friends. So that was a really exciting thing that I got out of SSCC. Going back to some of the things that you added that I thought were extremely helpful were those, I forget what we call them, integration calls or something like that. They're kind of like Q&A and kind of like coaching practice calls. I forget exactly what the name of those were, but those were extremely helpful. This is a part of the main genius of SSCC. It's not that you're just learning human design and gene keys, that you're learning in terms of how to coach with them. I think the way that you talk about center dynamics and type dynamics and how does an undefined ego person coach a defined ego, I just think it's genius. We didn't necessarily get too much of a chance to do that in our first round. We did a lot of practice chart stuff, which was so helpful. I remember being on many of those calls being like, oh, this is crazy, which we kept, obviously, those chart reading workshops, I think, continue to be extremely, extremely useful for students, especially as I ran them the last time I was a sport coach. But yeah, having those like, coaching practice calls and then having the general Q&A, I think, are extremely helpful. I think in this round, we'll be adding some embodiment work as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I'm just very excited about that because I know that that's such a massive part of your process of how you've been able to not only grow yourself as a human, embody your human design and jinkies even more, but also for your business and your coaching practice and how your clients experience even more insane results as an unconscious life five who watches other people's processes. And that's how I learned. I just know how valuable it is for you to offer us and your students this process. So very excited about that. Very excited about the embodiment work because we did have anything like that in that first round, which is fine. I mean, we talked a lot about it in the modules, but just to have a space for it, I think it's going to be super, super juicy. Yeah, it was really fun with the first round. My main goal was 
getting all of the information that was in my head out. I just needed to get everything out. And so it was very content focused. We did weekly modules or almost weekly modules. We had a couple of breaks when I dropped 19 videos on you one week. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, please. what have you done? I need another week. This is a lot. And I was like, oh yeah, that might feel a lot. That took a really long time to record. It's probably going to be a lot to listen to us now. <laughs> right. yes. But yeah, the first round was really focused on getting the information out there. And then we did have some practice calls for chart reading workshops and just a couple of ideas that I was referencing. And really, I was going based off of my experience in nursing school and what helped me actually learn and the concepts from theory, because I was great in theory class. I could take the perfect notes. I could have all of the things done. I understood theory. But when it came to the application, I felt like when we were in the hospital, when we were in the clinical setting, it was a completely different conversation than what we were talking about in theory. Case studies or actually working with patients was really helpful for me. So I wanted to bring that in. So we're keeping the chart reading workshops. We have two a month. I think two or four a month. I don't know. There's 54 calls. <laughs> six months, not including the master classes that I'm doing. So there's six of those. There's 60 calls that are going to be available in this program. So you mentioned the chart reading workshops, which we're doing. We're calling them contemplation calls this time. So the contemplation calls are going to be, like you said, it's Q&A. You can ask questions, but I'm really setting the intention that people come with specific problems they are wanting guidance for. And much more focusing on not just thinking about human design in general, but really applying it to their life. Because that was the biggest shift that I saw was the students who were learning to learn and learning to know enough so that they could regurgitate it in their own courses and programs. Those are the students who, looking back now, they haven't changed much. Their businesses have maybe gotten to a plateau. I just check in on them occasionally, but the people who were really curious about what does this mean about me and how can I apply this to my life? How can I embody this? And really approaching it with, am I making an intuitive decision here? What is my intuition saying? They're calling themselves out on, oh, that's my undivided ego shadow. Or, I'm seeing this pattern here. The people who really took it and integrated it into their cells are the ones like you. We can talk about Rubina, who's done incredible work with the aura market. Uh, those are the students that were really able to actually get to the next level. When I saw that there was such an opportunity to increase the support to create the kind of results that those people got, I realized that I had to focus more on the embodiment and that personal application. So we're doing the contemplation calls and this time we're also adding embodiment calls. The embodiment calls and the embodiment sessions are going to be three-hour calls every single Friday and we're changing the times. So it's like every other week, it's in a different time. So we are time zone inclusive. So regardless of where you are in the world, you'll be able to get on these at least twice a month. With these calls, it's a space to get on Zoom, set your intention, say what it is that you're working on. And this is a time for people who maybe have an undefined sacral and like to co-work or people who need, like us, who need dedicated time to deep dive into the content. But the goal is that you're getting onto this call and I'm going to teach an embodiment process so that for three hours once a week, you're in the energy. Doesn't matter what you're doing. You could take a nap in those three hours. I would be delighted if somebody came on the call and said, <laughs> I am embodying my design and I'm taking a nap during this call. And then they, <laughs> they logged off or whatever. But it's a space for you to 
practice that embodiment and just dedicate a couple of hours every single week to being in the energy that you want to be in. That's one of the things we're going to experiment with this time. I'm really excited to see how that supports people with their embodiment. Yeah, that's huge. I love that, especially because it's going to help also to create a lot of community in the space. And just knowing, kind of, again, I met one of my best friends in SSCC and other students have become friends of mine as well. Other students have become clients. I've become clients with them. Maybe that's my line for culture speaking. But I find that that networking aspect has always been so valuable for me to get a lot out of the program. It's not just the content. I couldn't be more excited. And I know that having been a support coach in the past and then having worked with other of our first round students who have also been support coaches, I know that the people that you're choosing to come in and support have done the embodiment work because I've watched them do it. And I've asked them, oh, you know, what are you up to? Like, again, I've become clients just some of these individuals. And so I'm excited for whoever joins this round because the people who are support coaching have now been in this journey at least for two years, because we did SSCC forever ago, many of them for much longer. Not only are students getting your support, you've been in this game for a long time as well. They're also getting other people who have been embodying this work, creating things from it, who have been coaches for a long time. Having that level of experience and as a sport coach, I think is quite rare. I don't know a lot of other programs where you get other experts also being the support coaches, other people who are walking the talk, supporting the students as well. So I'm super excited. And and the case studies were massively helpful. I remember like running the case studies and being like, wow, this is even like helpful for me to see what people say about this person. I wouldn't have seen that, that uh, pattern before. This is so cool. And then having this contemplation calls. I mean, that's my favorite thing to do anyway, is talk about this shit nonstop and dive into all the details really intensely. I can't wait for those body calls for me. Body doubling like that and co-working is massively helpful. So yeah, I'm excited to be on those and possibly host them or, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it's so cool. I think that with my deeper dives into profiles and how profiles learn was one of the things that has allowed me to adapt this program the way that we have. The feedback that I got the most in the first round was... So I'm a 6'2", and with my two line being unconscious, for me to get something, I have to understand how everything works together, and I have to see how the connections are made. I have to get how it works. I remember being in nursing school and watching like extensive YouTube videos on one medication because I needed to know the mechanism of action. As soon as I know what cells it's targeting, how it's targeting them, how it's working with receptors, then I understood why would we would use that medication for a specific reason. But memorization has never worked for me. I'm always like, okay, why? Why are we doing this? Why does it work? I don't get it. (laughs) So the first round, very me, I showed the embodiment and I taught embodiments through building that foundation of understanding. And the feedback that I got and the question that I got the most was, I want more examples. I want more examples. I would like more examples mm-hmm. and even more examples. I'm over here thinking like, okay, how do I imagine up an example <laughs> this works for this person? Learning about the profiles, I realized that there's a difference between the interpersonal profiles and personal profiles for learning. As soon as I made that connection and I realized that this essence of, it's almost like social learning that I like to call it where you learn so much from watching other people. And what I loved about you have this five line unconsciously. And so there's this judgment around what is somebody else doing incorrectly and watching other people make certain mistakes. And it gives you permission to do it in your own way. Bring in one, the support coaches that are different profiles and support coaches who are showcasing living examples of everything. But these live calls as well, 
there's something so powerful about even if you're not being coached on every call, you're watching. I had several people on chart reading workshops that never participated themselves, but were able to just say, just watching other people figure it out and watching other people learn, watching how they think, watching what questions they're asking was expansive for them. And they learned and they got out of it what they needed, even though they weren't participating in everything or going through absolutely every single video. So I think that's one of the things that I'm most excited about with the live support is that it offers all of that, all of those examples. And I just see this as being an immersive incubator for six months. Uh, You're going to be immersed in this world, surrounded by people who are doing exactly what you've done and also surrounded by people who are at many different stages in their journey of embodiment with this content. Yes, 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 100%. Again, like I'm not kidding when I say that SSSC for now has been like the most profound investment in general that I've ever made because I was a different person at the end of it. It was an incubator, like you're saying. It was a crazy time. It was very, I look back and I'm like, whoa, so many initiations during that time. That was another thing that kind of came up as you were talking. Like not only are we getting your examples, the support coaches have been working with dozens and dozens of people for these past couple of years too, in many different ways. And so we all together collectively, we have such a wealth of knowledge in terms of how does human design and gene keys show up in your life for life coaching, for business coaching, for spiritual growth, for trusting yourself, for eating, for health. The people who have left SSCC, like the first round, because as a people that I know, I obviously don't know everybody that's like gone through the program because it's been a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, it's been like hundreds, which is incredible. I know like Kayla went through the second round. There's just a couple people that I know that I know that have gone through this program. They're all doing such different things, but they're all geniuses. They're all human design and gene keys experts who are doing such interesting things with this work and I want to learn from them. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm just excited for all of us to be together again. I love support coaching. So I'm excited to be around the energy again. Yeah. Teaching and learning. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really amazing to witness the differentiation that people are able to create with this. I'm really excited to offer the compendium as a bonus for this live round of SSCC. You guys will get six months access to the compendium. It's absolutely incredible. And I think that that's just one of the examples of that. And then Rubina, we're bringing in the templates that she's made, the graphic templates that she's made as well, so that there's resources for you to create social media. There's resources for you to search this incredible database for human design information that I talk about as much as I can, but there are details in all of these systems that I just cannot get out on video or in the content that I've created. And so you've created just a different format for people to be able to access that information as well. But I think you two are also really cool examples of you've been able to take what you learned and you've transformed it into something very unique and very different. I love watching like Randy and she's got so deep into Gene Keys. She knows way more about the Gene Keys than I do. Absolutely. And then Brittany focusing on things like parenting by design and she's gone into trauma work and really incorporated that into her working as well. We've got like money coaches, we have marketing coaches, we have business coaches, we have all of these different things that people have done with this content. And I'd love being able to have been that permission slip to do it your own way and really trust that intuition inside of you. Because I think in my eyes, human design is a tool for self-awareness And as soon as you gain that awareness of who you are and what your internal conversation is, you can trust that guidance. You can follow that guidance. You can take action on that guidance. I think it's so different to know it than to embody it. And that's really the purpose of this program is embodying it and bringing it into your real life. 
Yeah, absolutely. All the geniuses you mentioned are just amazing living examples of that. And it's, I think, a huge part of your program and why it was so transformational is you were like, here's the content, do what you want with it, do what your soul is calling you to do with it. These are the kinds of mentors I'm attracted to anyway, where it's like, I'm not creating mini me's. I'm giving you everything that I know and now like mix it with your unique awesomeness of energy and go create whatever that is calling you to create. Watching all these cool ass women create all this amazing stuff from your program has been, yeah, just cool, cool to see. And I'm lucky to call up those women. <laughs> Me too. I love them so much. Yeah, but that's the six-line life work. So thank you for mentioning that and bringing that up. There's something about the six-line profiles that I don't want to teach people how to rely on me. People relying on me makes me physically uncomfortable if they think that I'm some sort of hero. I'm the only person who can answer these questions. I genuinely believe that everyone has the answers to everything that they need inside of them. And so my goal is to teach people the skills that they need to access that information so that in any moment in the future, they can trust themselves. And it's not this, oh, this is a new situation. I need a coach. I need a guidance. That's something that really frustrates me in the coaching world is this essence of if you want people to be investing in you, you have to be investing constantly. While I do believe that it is important for us to invest in ourselves, it is important for us to be in integrity with if we're charging a certain amount, we know that we would be comfortable paying that certain amount for whatever it is that we're creating. But I do not believe that it is necessary to always have a mentor, to always have a coach. One of the greatest things that I see in my clients is when they say, I think I need a break to integrate for a little while. They go off on their own for a couple of months, or maybe that's the ending of our coaching container. But they walk away feeling like they know how to trust themselves and they walk away feeling that regardless of whatever comes up for them, they can handle it. There's really this essence of self-empowerment that comes from self-trust. And that is the major themes of my life works. Of course, it's woven into every single detail of SSCC. <laughs> Naturally, that's. Yeah, that's. That's woven in quite well because that was definitely the message that I received. I was like, cool, I'm empowered and I can now go off and create. And I'm like, free, I have your blessing, I guess. So I go and do this thing. So, yeah, I think that you've definitely done an amazing job of really, I guess the word would be surrender, maybe that evolution, uh, surrendering to that life's work and being that teacher that teaches us like how to trust ourselves. And just here's some tools. You already knew that you had an emotional authority. Here's what it looks like from the theory of now go. And, and then here's an opportunity to figure it out and to practice with it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, it's truly, yeah, can't say enough good things about SSCC and learning from you and working with you. So, Thank love you it so much. Cool. Is there anything else that you want to chat about today? I feel like my questions are drying up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious to hear from you what you're most excited about for this upcoming round. Ooh, I am so excited with one everything, putting it together because we've done a lot of this before there's just an even deeper sense of self-trust around my experimentation process i think with sscc pretty much up until i don't know what happened last week i mean i know what happened last week <laughs> but there was some very deep energetic healing stuff that i did last week but up until that point there was this essence of because i've changed it so much because i've edited it that somehow i've messed it up or i made a mess of it there was just this moment where like I'm putting all of these resources together and I have the integrators and I have my team who's helping to move everything along and we already have a process for everything. And so 
every action that I take, I'm really, really confident in. Because even though it's new, again, it's new in a different way, every action that I've been able to take, I'm like, yeah, of course that's going to work. I think there's something about the experimentation and having put this out there and gotten that feedback already and then be able to perfect it and go a little bit deeper and edit things so that it makes more sense. I'm feeling like this is very close to coming to completion. Mm. And that's really cool for me because it was this essence of I have to fix this program that I messed up by rushing and then I'll be able to move on to new things. The lessons that I've been learning lately are no, you've done a lot of work on this because it's been perfected over time. And it's not that you messed it up the first time. It's that you had to get it out there the first time so that you could make it better, so you could use that feedback so that you've had things to respond to. So I'm really excited with, and I'm just so grateful for how everything has come together for this round, where most of the support coaches have been support coaches already. A few that are going to be new, they have people to look to. My team is integrated really well. The support coaches are supported in what they need. The students are supported in what they need. The call structure is already there. I know what call styles are going to work really well. So that is what I'm really excited about. But on top of that, like what's new, I am so excited with masterclasses when we're doing, we're calling it Sacred Success Codes. And this is going to be a masterclass series where we're going to redefine how much content and how much mastery is possible in a masterclass because I'm setting the minimum of two hours. I'm blocking out. We're going to talk for at least two hours. (laughs) <laughs> on all of these topics, but we're just going to talk until I'm done with really deep diving into specific topics. We mentioned it earlier, but shifting in the moment, I'm calling that one the untethered masterclass. And so we're going to talk about how, what does deconditioning in real life in those present moments where you are all of a sudden put in a situation like, what the fuck is happening? How do you go from that to, oh, this is an opportunity. Here's the action that I'm going to take because I've accessed my intuition in the present moment. And I know exactly what to say in this moment to break a pattern instead of falling back into one. So we're going to be really diving deep into what does it look like to change behavioral patterns in the moment. We're going to dive into branding. We're going to call it soul signature. So how do you bring the essence that you have and sign your work with it? And so you're mentioning like that big, my life's work of you have to trust yourself and you have everything you need inside of you shows up in everything that I do. And there's a reason for that. There's an intention behind that. We're going to dive into marketing with magnetism because marketing is so fun to talk about, but it's really just the practical skills that anyone going through this program would need to also apply this to business and make it a very profitable and prosperous business because prosperity is about service. And that's what we're doing here. (laughs) Fuck. Yes, I love it. And I'm a living example of SSC being fucking hella prosperous. I, <laughs> I was reflecting with a friend yesterday. I was like, I have not been in person around somebody that makes more than me in a long time because of this course. So anyway, yeah, I'm excited about that. But fuck yes to everything you said. And as we're chatting, I just wanted to bring up this reflection that I've also had to chat with clients about, have my own conversation with, which is this feeling of you've changed SSCC every time that it's launched, right? And it's this 1858, you've been like perfecting it over time. And this line six before first out of return, doing this experimentation. For me, I have watched many things more than once. Mostly my 3420 is like, I'm just going to do this now and move on to the next thing. But the things that I have launched multiple times, say readings or the coaching firm that I've been perfected, what has helped me the most is trusting that the people who got the first version 
got the first version for a reason, you know, and it wasn't that they got like the shitty version. It was they got what was in that first version. And then the people that got the second version, they needed to get that program. I was in the first round of SSCC. It was by no means a brushed or fucked up or messed up program. It was literally life-changing, as I've said multiple times here, and I talk about it all the time. I was psyched to be in that first round, and I was the right person to join at that time. You know, giving you that reflection of, like, everybody who's joined at these rounds, it was the right and perfect time for them. They might have a little bit early. Oh, yeah, I fully agree. All of the women and the people that have gone through so far... Every single one of them, regardless of if they joined where I opened it up for self-paced or in the first round, the messages that I've gotten of like, this came to me at the perfect timing and this is exactly what I needed right now has been a constant theme. That's again, me surrendering and trusting that, of course, one of my beliefs that's really a strong core belief is that if it's aligned for me, it's aligned for everyone that's involved. That program, that launch was the most aligned thing for me at the time. And me learning lessons and feeling like I made a mess was me responding to feedback, that gift of strength with my 34 really strongly of being able to see things not go perfectly the first time, at least perfectly in my eyes, and being able to respond to the feedback that I'm getting and able to actually make improvements instead of allowing that shame to make me feel like oh, it's not good enough. You have to hide this. You have to just sweep it under the rug and pretend you never did it and then move on to something new. Because of course, as a business owner, there's occasionally that nudge of what if I just burn it all to the ground (laughs) and completely start something new. But yeah, the amount of effort, the amount of time, the amount of everything that has been poured into this program is incredible. I think a big lesson for me this past couple of months has been that this can be something that I continue to perfect. And this can be something that in a couple of years could completely change. It could completely look differently. But I am dedicated to getting this information out to people. And I'm dedicated to making this the most supportive learning environment possible for this content. That's not going to happen unless I'm able to get honest feedback around what is and isn't working. So, yeah, it's been an incredible experience. I have learned and grown more than I have with anything else (laughs) through creating this program and through perfecting it and adding to it and changing it many times over the last couple of years. But yeah, I want to thank you for that reflection. I want to thank you for trusting your intuition and joining the first round and then trusting your intuition again to join as support coach both previously and for this upcoming program. I'm so excited for this container. I think that's all I have to say. Is there anything else that you want to say before we hop off? Oh, where can people find you? Yeah, yeah, happy to. Yeah, I think everything you said is just for those of you listening, this is like what it takes, I think, to run a business is this kind of courageous leadership and knowing that, yeah, you might not get it right, so to speak, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes right now, right? There's no right long way the first time. So yeah, I love that. Yeah, nothing else for me. And everybody listening, you can find me on Instagram at by Maria Henning. So B-Y. And then Maria Henning, since everything I create as an MG is by Maria Henning, <laughs> did that handle. I did not want to make a brand because I knew I was going to change it. But yeah, by Maria Henning, it's such a pleasure. It's been my pleasure to join the program at the Sport Coach. And I can't wait to Sport Coach again. So yeah, I'm complete. Thank you, Maria, for being the first repeat guest on the podcast. Love it. Everyone else, for listening to today's episode, I will talk to you very soon. 
Hello, if you are still listening, it is because you want all of the juicy details about Sacred Success Live. So this program has gone through many transformations. We have expanded, we have shuffled, and we have perfected this learning experience. This program contains the Sacred Success Coaching Certification, which is my human design and gene keys program that has over 250 videos that I have recorded. It is the most in-depth library that is currently available out there in, in my experience with this level of application. And I've gone through a lot of content, so you can trust me on this. So if you're wanting to get certified in human design or the gene key system, or just learn how to self-coach yourself through the entire process and get access to all of the videos that you could possibly want or need about your own personal chart, this is an amazing container for you. So we have the sacred success coaching certification, and then this live aspect will bring you all sorts of incredible support to help you deepen and actually embody your design, help you trust that inner authority and really bring it into your life and your business. Because so many people that come into my world are in the entrepreneurial space. And so we may as well offer something that's going to support you in the kind of application that you're going to be doing with this and going to be focusing on. So in this container, some of the incredible things that we are adding, you will get um, a group where you can chat, you can connect, you can share breakthroughs, you can ask questions. We have a whole bunch of support coaches, which will be helping guide you through any questions. We have chart reading workshops, which will give you the ability to practice your skills and the ability to work through case studies and work through real life situations that you may be presented with if you are doing a reading or if you are coaching a client using human designer gene keys. We will also have contemplation calls, which will be an opportunity for you to get feedback on any specific situations that you're dealing with in your life or get some insight on how you can apply your design to your life and business. We're going all inclusive. We're here to help you with whatever it is that you need to make sure that you're able to really embody all of this content. We also have weekly accountability calls, which will be a space where you can check in, you can get some accountability and you can work on something and you can dedicate some time every single week to working on something from an embodied energy. So we have all of this accountability we have Q&A calls, and we have the Sacred Success Codes. The Sacred Success Codes are six deep dive masterclasses that are going to completely change the standard for how much mastery is possible in a single class. You know me, I'm the girl of details. That's my vocation. My vocation is applying details in real life and applying detailed information and detailed understandings to real life situations. And so that's what these masterclasses are going to be. They are very focused and they are very intentionally spread out throughout the content to help you really bring what you're learning to life. So we are going to discuss six of the most powerful lessons that I have learned from applying my design to my business over the last couple of years. And these are going to be the art of detachment and how you can decondition in a single moment and how you can look at something that could potentially be triggering and choose a different energy, like really the art of shifting. And that happens through the art of detachment. I'm going to teach you how to create your own niche based on your talents, your skills, your genius. We will work on emotional and nervous system regulation, how you can stay grounded, 
and centered regardless of the uncertainty that you are facing. We are going to go into authentic branding and content creation strategies based on your human design so that you can create sustainable content plans because if it's easy for you and if it's effortless for you, it's actually going to be sustainable and you'll actually be able to show up and you will be able to be consistent. We're going to talk about communication and messaging through code writing. I'm going to teach you how to write in code the codes from your heart, pulling them out of you instead of writing in copy because over strategizing your copy and your messaging can get really mental and it can, you can just spend so much time in your head. So I want to teach you how to speak from your heart and figure out what channels and what gates you can be leveraging in order to write in code instead of copy. And then we will be diving deep into your relationship to making and receiving money specifically through marketing and selling. So we're going to look at the relationship that you have with money, the relationship that you have with the universe and how this shows up in marketing and how you can create authentic marketing that feels sacred and feels beautiful and doesn't feel pushy or salesy at all. So if you're still listening, you are probably at least a little bit curious about this particular program. So I'm going to have you go to the link in the show notes and get on the wait list. If you join the wait list, you're going to get early information. You will get early enrollment access before we even open the doors. If you're somebody like me, who's an emotional authority or you're a mental projector and you have that sounding board authority, or if you're a reflector even, you want to make sure that you have this information early so that you can really honor your authority and you can use this as an opportunity to deepen your your trust and trust your intuition to make this decision for you. So listen to the episode that's a couple episodes back on decision-making, join the wait list so you get the information early. And that will also give you the option to snag one of the early enrollment bonuses that we have for the first couple of people that sign up. And you also get to take all of that time to listen to your inner guidance and see if this program would support you in your next step as an entrepreneur. So that's all I have for you. Thank you so much for listening. And please reach out if you have any questions at all.